Well, good morning and welcome back to the Living Every Now podcast. My name is Jake. And my name is Will. And it's a beautiful morning outside in Denver today. It's nice and warm. How are you feeling, Will? I'm great. How are you? (laughs) I'm feeling excellent. Today we're going to talk about my sort of journey through journaling, um, my relationship with journaling, and why I would recommend journaling to every single person I know. Sweet. Yeah. Here's where we start. (laughs) (laughs) I remember when we did V1 of the podcast, we had an episode about journaling. We did. And I don't remember what we talked about at all. You know what? I don't either. (laughs) I think that's okay. (laughs) It definitely is okay. Yeah, I think it's okay. But so I guess, where do we start? I had heard about journaling for a long time. And for a long time, I was like, I don't really give a fuck about journaling. Like, that's pretty lame. You journal? Cool, dude. When I was a kid, I thought journaling and diarying, like having a diary, were right. kind of the same thing. Like I was going to write my secrets to myself. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. no one can read my journal. <laughs> right, like the um the very stereotypical diary, uh, like in the movies, like oh no, they found my diary, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Yeah, totally. I was like, why would I do that? Come to find out, journaling super impactful, and now I'm on the train for sharing journaling with all that I know. So I had heard about it. Um kind of in passing from lots of different self-help gurus, uh, stoic preachers, philosophers, friends that had told me, hey, journaling is really helping me. Um, You were a big part of that for me and that influence. And I sort of was like, okay, Uh, somewhere around 2019, I think at the very start of the year, we had found out about Notion, like uh, very, like a little bit prior to the start of 2019. And we had found out about the templating in Notion and sort of making a template recursively and just kind of setting up a question. And I know we had to have had a conversation about, you know, okay, if we're going to journal, what are the most important questions we ask ourselves if we have this template every day? And we had done some research and you had figured out what you wanted in your journal and I would figured out what I, what I wanted in my journal. And at the be- very beginning of the year, it was, it was sort of in tandem that we were both um, kind of doing the journal more in a committed way. And I went into that open-minded. I didn't really know what to expect from it. Uh, Fast forward two years, I guess. Is that right? Two years now? And two and a half years? I guess that's how long I've been journaling. I still do it. Um, I still do it very regularly, almost every day. And I just see have seen amazing benefit from journaling. And... I, we can we can unpack how I got there, but uh, journaling has just kind of blown me away with the unforeseen benefits of journaling, and that's kind of what I want to like really uncover today is the unforeseen things. There's very there's very sort of cut and dry ways that journaling can be effective for you, but I just didn't expect this going into it, and that's that's why I'm excited about it. Okay, do you still do the Notion templatized? Journal? I do. I do actually. Okay. I have. Um, I've significantly reduced it. Um, sort of eighty twenty style. You know what is what was twenty um, percent of? Because at first I had packed my journal with a million things I was supposed to do every morning. It was basically like a daily routine and journal combined. 
And yeah, I remember that. Yeah. You had like check boxes and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it, like your daily planner, but you would journal it as you went. It was pretty cool. Exactly. It was it's very cool. And I still have a variant of that, but I've also saved all the templates from prior so I can see the reduced over time. But anyway, uh, very 80-20 kind of figured out what is the 20% of this that's giving me the 80% benefit of like what, like, you know, I can reduce this significantly. What are the 20% um, of activity I'm doing that's giving me 80% of the benefit? So I, if you look at my journal now, it's still a template that I do every day, but it's two questions. And it started out as like six, I think, or something, something to that avail. The questions I ask myself every morning are, and these, these questions had come from that initial research session I kind of uh, talked about, which was, what are the best questions to ask myself every day to be the happiest and most fulfilled person I can be every day? And those, those are, uh, there's a million, honestly. There's a lot of different uh, ways to, to skin a cat, I guess, uh, for the saying. But, and, and there's a lot of people with a lot of opinions about like what questions you should ask. Anyway, I figured out through basically self-practice that the most important questions for me in this whole like 80-20 style approach was how do I feel? Very open-ended and allows me to either not elaborate or elaborate and honestly just force myself to ask myself that question every day to myself, what's going on here? You can say 6,000 words, you can say five. And then what am I grateful for? And how do I feel is something I've, I've sort of worked out was best for me. The grateful for thing is, is um, sort of legendary. Like lots of people recommend that as far as questions you could ask yourself every day to be happier. So if you're, I think especially initially, if you're not feeling happy and you really want to help start shaping your perspective, starting off with that gratitude every morning is very, 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 very helpful in shaping your perspective and realizing all the things that are great in your life and then kind of going through the day with this approach. And everything is sort of a positive domino effect from gratitude, I feel like. So that's why I like it having it there in that beginning. Um, do, you, do you journal still, I guess, more rigidly like that? Or do you, do you, I know at one point you were doing sort of a morning pages style, just write whatever. Mm -hmm. um, how, do you, how do you journal now? I pretty much only do morning pages now. Okay. If I... Yeah, I don't have any, like, template or anything I follow. I don't have any questions I ask myself. I just write words on a page. That's it. Right. Well, this how do I feel question can very much be like that. But some mornings I don't feel like expounding. Sometimes I'm, I'm feeling good and I don't, I don't have anything else there. Okay, so this was really good because what this started me doing was also – I've done morning pages a couple times. I highly recommend it. It, it, but it's just very similar to what I already do. So, and I think the the real takeaway from the way you do it is writing by hand has proven to be really helpful for me um, when I'm trying to articulate myself. So, not so helpful for me when I necessarily need a journal or something. Um, What's the difference there? Because I think about writing an essay like somebody else is going to read this, mm -hmm. and I don't necessarily care as much about that factor as far as being coherent, I don't care about being coherent at all in my morning. Like I'll say like all kinds of random shit and my sentence structure is whack as hell in mm -hmm. my morning journal. There's no, I don't want to like worry about all these other things. I'm trying to just work on how, how do I feel right now? Mm -hmm. Literally trying to put all of my cognitive effort into unpacking that versus thinking about how I sound, I guess. Do you not think about how you sound when you type it? 
No, not huh. at all. No, I just vomit. Weird. Yeah. When I write my notebook, I'm very articulate. I or I try to be, and I'll like refine quite or refine sentences as I write them. I'm sort of like thinking in tandem. Is that just because you write slower? Like you feel like totally. you're you're thinking about it more? Totally. Huh. Totally. And cool. yeah, so I feel like quantity is definitely more helpful in my daily journaling to get to how I feel versus necessarily being super articulate. And maybe maybe they're both very effective. I, I, I totally get I don't think one is more effective yeah. over the other. Um but anyway, this was really good to get me in the habit of journaling. And it got me to a point where I started sort of noticing as I was journaling every day that anytime I felt afflicted or anytime there was any sort of negative thing happening in my life or uncertainty, I could, I guess, one, realize that what well, could turn to my journal. And in doing that, I, I found out very concretely, the, the, the vast majority of the problems in my life are at least inspired by or cooked up by my own brain. So they basically come from me. All my problems, my anxieties, my stresses, um, how I, if I feel sad, they're, they're usually a product of my perspective on a situation or my actions on the situation, both of which I can, I'm in control of, is what I, you, you really find through journaling because I can literally take a problem that I'm feeling, I start there, and then I am unpacking it while I write. And then by the end of my writing session in my journal, I've figured out steps to sort of act in a very certain way and direct way and have action steps for a problem in my life that when I started journaling, that session was uncertain to me. So do you think it's just because you're understanding the problem better and the more you understand the problem, the less or the more actionable it becomes? A hundred percent. I think oftentimes I don't even understand what I feel. Yeah, that there is a problem inside you, but you don't know what it is. Right, and I want to get to that because... That's that's ultimately the biggest unforeseen benefit of journaling is having that question there every day allows me to check myself every day. And some days I don't even know I'm upset. Some days I think I'm fine. And then I get to journaling and I realize that there's something on my heart that really needs to be addressed. And at this point in my life, every time I'm afflicted, I immediately want to address it and immediately want to unpack it. I don't let things linger very long, if at all. I almost immediately go to my journal and get rid of these emotions. So I guess recently I was feeling very uncertain about my um, future just because of this job hunt and was feeling insecure about it because I'm, I'm putting my neck out there a little bit and trying to get into a field that's can be like I think I'm capable, but I there's a lot of um what is it imposter syndrome mm -hmm. involved just because there's a lot of money involved in this in the new positions I'm seeking and like am I worth that amount of money? Those kind of thoughts come into my mind, and you know has the work I've done been enough in my portfolio to get me where I think I deserve to be? All these questions kind of can 
can bog me down. And I don't usually have this sort of dialogue in my mind. So it's, it's very uncomfortable for me to have this sort of negative dialogue or at least um, pensive or nervous dialogue. And it just, I, I didn't even, like I knew I was off when I went to journal about it. I did not know that that's what was causing me an off feeling, quote unquote. So in journaling, I found out, oh, well, well I guess I'm pretty uncertain about this whole future. Why am I uncertain? What can I control about this situation? I can't really control the fact that like somebody's going to like me or somebody's not going to like me. I control the, the part where I did my portfolio. Did I do that to the best of my ability? Yes. Am I going to present in my interviews to the best of my ability? Yes. Did I give my best effort in those interviews? Yes. Then what, what's the beef here? You can't control any of these other things. So let go of those things and focus on the things that you can control. And I got to the end of the journaling session and kind of left myself with this advice. And it, it became an affirmation that I kept repeating to myself, which was um, believe in yourself and be patient or trust yourself and be patient. Believe in yourself, be patient. And these interview processes have been six weeks, five weeks, seven weeks and with one company. And I've been denied a lot and that's okay because, you know, it's a, it's a quantity game at the end of the day in my mind. But I think being able to come away from that situation where I was off initially, didn't even know what was wrong with me, then figure out what was wrong with me, unpack that situation, then come away with actionable steps is the most clear example of how journaling has severely impacted me. Cause I do that with every situation that comes up in my life. That's negative. Um, so I, I just feel kind of amazed by that. It feels a little bit like magic that I can just kind of figure out what's wrong with me in a journaling session and then come away better. That's really cool. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. It's neat. Does it only benefit you when you're feeling bad and you don't know why? Cause it helps you feel you, it helps you feel better. Well, or when, if you're feeling great, does journaling still help you? Yeah, I think I think it still helps me. I think what's really important every day for the everyday habit is that gratitude question. It's just getting myself very um, directly. And by directly, I mean I have to answer this question every day of what I'm grateful for. And that, like I said, that that puts me on a track for a positive day on every interaction I have throughout the day, I'm kinder, more empathetic because I don't know why, but something about asking myself what's great, what I'm grateful for allows me to be like approach my life with more humility, more empathy, more love for everybody. Um, I'm more content with where I'm at. And I, I just, uh, I think that that's like the best part of the daily part. But as far as asking myself how I feel, I tend to just be like, I'm good <laughs> when I'm feeling good. Um, okay. Yeah. but So really it's just like a place to vent if you're not feeling good. Right, right. Okay. And that's that's been the power in making it a habit, I feel. Because, because it's a habit, I think it's been super powerful for me to then just kind of lean on when I am feeling upset. But because it's a habit too and I have to ask myself that question every day, sometimes I don't know that I'm upset and I can – or off – um, and I can find that out through journaling. And I just, it's a, it's a, like, ultimately this is about self-awareness and, and getting better at knowing myself, um, which I think a lot of other tools help with, but this is a really big step for me in my own personal development that has 
I've just seen this time and time and time again where I just didn't know something was off. And then I journaled and I felt better. Like it was almost like a weight lifted off my shoulders because I was able to articulate why I was off and how I can like ultimately how I can be better because I now know why I'm off. Mm-hmm. I guess knowing why and is the first step to, I guess knowing, knowing that you're off is the first step, which is hard to know. I guess, because sometimes I don't know. I, I mean, I, I'd say like a lot of times I haven't known that I was feeling something. And that's that's just kind of illuminates how unself-aware at least I am sometimes. I can be at times. And then from there, it's knowing why. And then from there, it's knowing, no, I have a lot of tools. How can I impact this and make this make my life better because I know I know this information? Is it important for you that the questions are the same every single day? I like that. I think. Do you think there's benefit long term to answering the same exact question every day? I I feel like my journal's perfect. Honestly, I feel like I've gotten it to the point where it's been refined over two and a half years. It might not be perfect, perfect, but for all intents and purposes, it's proven to be extremely beneficial to do it exactly the way I've done it for two and a half years and refine it as I go. I think the only thing I could see myself doing is going to a notebook maybe just to try it. But I genuinely just like the process too of having it all digital and being able to go back ever if I'm looking at something. Mm -hmm. I will say the only other thing I have there is a dream journal that I don't use very often, but sometimes I have a, um, I have an impactful dream and I want to document it. And it's uh, just another table that sits there um, in another page next to those questions that I can go into and then talk about my dreams. And I don't know why. I just, <laughs> I don't know. That's cool. Just an outlet, I guess, yeah. if I need to. And I and it's important to do it as soon as the first thing in the morning as possible. So I usually do it as the first step. Like, for example, I'll do my morning routine. And then as soon as I sit down to a computer, whether that's, I talked about doing music first and all that. I As soon as I sit down to a computer period, I try and do my journal okay even if you like were playing guitar before that or would that be yeah if i was playing guitar before okay. that yeah that's fine okay but or doing something but if i'm going to my computer the first thing i do on my computer is journal i try and i don't always do that how long does it normally take you in the morning sometimes it's two minutes sometimes i'm really upset about something and it's 30 okay but most of the time i would say on average it's probably three three and a half minutes yeah, it doesn't take any time at all, really. Mm-hmm. And the benefit from it just feels monumental. And I sound like a, a zealot, <laughs> but I'm like, journal, like, please, everyone journal. Because, I don't know, just personally, I've just received so much from picking up one habit. If there's one habit that I picked up in the last two and a half years that proved to, to me to be the most beneficial, I would say is journaling. Mm-hmm. I think my philosophy on journaling is a little bit different. I use it less as a self-awareness tool and a little bit more as um, just trying to get thoughts out. Okay. So it's not really about understanding my emotions. It's about understanding my thoughts. Okay. So I kind of don't usually have questions that I'm answering, but sometimes I will have a very specific question that I'll try to answer in my journal. Okay. 
but it changes every single day. So I'll just write about whatever is on the top of my mind. And sometimes that's an emotion I'm feeling. Sometimes it's just some idea I write about online and I'll just get as many thoughts out about that one thing as I can. That's cool. Do you find yourself being, I think I'm super emotional by the way, is a caveat to this whole conversation. So I feel a lot in being able to articulate how I feel and why I feel a certain thing is crucial for my personal workflow. But I don't know. Do you even do you even have like emotional afflictions often? Um, sometimes. I, I mean, I don't know how, how often often is. Yeah, I guess the beautiful part about journaling is that you can kind of use it to suit your needs. And I guess that's what the point of iterating on a on the way you journal because mm-hmm. you didn't start at morning pages right like you've you've no, arrived yeah. at morning pages so how did you get there well i read about morning pages and tried it out <laughs> <laughs> is the real answer right but, but it, where did it, you start journaling right you started on that whole mm-hmm. morning routine thing we yeah, were doing that that for me was trying to like uh proceduralize my day make 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 my day into a checklist mm-hmm. so i would quote unquote journal throughout the day but it was mostly me just doing the tasks I was already doing. And I would throw in like, write one sentence about something you're grateful for, uh, just because I saw other people doing that. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was a little bit unsustainable for me to keep up the whole checklist thing. So I eventually started paring it down. And then I read about morning pages and tried that out. And it just clicked for me a little bit more. Um, Something about writing by hand makes it feel less, I guess, permanent because it's just in a notebook. Like I'm never going to go back and reread it. It's not sitting in my notion files for the rest of all time. Right. And, uh, it just feels more about like connecting to the thoughts and I'm not like creating something when I'm on my computer. It always feels like there's a little bit of pressure for what I'm creating to be good. Mm. But in a notebook, it's just like a piece of paper. I don't care about it. So that's exactly how I feel about my journal. So that's interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's a good point. I think that's a good point that that it's it, it I think you need to be in an environment where there's no holds barred whatever that is for you and you feel like you can just unequivocally f- be 100% yourself and really get in tune with what your thoughts are in your case and in my case same thing but really I'm I'm more geared towards what I'm feeling, I guess. Mhm. Because that's important for me as an artist too, is is being aware of how I am emotionally, and being able to then, you know, knowing how I feel about a relationship, for example, proves like knowing more in depthly at least proves to be a better song in the end because I I have a focus for the song, and that's a big part of being able to make a song. I think is having a thesis. A hook is a thesis for a song. If you can't wrap up the entire idea of the song into a hook or a chorus, then it's, I, in my opinion, a less structured and less impactful song for the most part. Now, there's really good songs without hooks. I'll say that. But, you know, in the line of business I'm trying to be in, a hook is, for the mo- most part, a thesis. And knowing how you feel is a good way to write a thesis, I guess. Or I guess knowing what you're talking about is a is a better way to write a thesis, I guess. Do you ever go back in time and read your old your old journals? Sometimes, very rarely, but sometimes. Do you find it useful or is it just for fun? No, it's just for fun. It's okay. not it's not necessarily useful. Honestly, saving them is not even Yeah. I'm actually useful. really adamant that you shouldn't go back and read them. Interesting. Or not that you shouldn't, but your mindset in the moment of writing it should be that this 
has so little weight on it that you're never even going to go back and try. Yeah, I think I don't think there's any way in um like I could very easily uh never read them again. Mm-hmm. So I see what you're saying. Yeah. I I think I started keeping them um at first to be able to make note of my overall doing it it's almost like habit tracking for me because there's a date associated and i could mm-hmm. see the days i missed so it was more for me i used that part of it more than anything at least at first to really build the habit so i was trying to keep as many days going as possible and there was whole times where i didn't do it for three weeks i didn't do it for two weeks um when covid happened i've said um so many times this episode i keep, <laughs> keep like wanting to slap myself <laughs> um fuck <laughs> um fuck mm. When COVID started, I was in a period where I didn't journal for probably two months. And it adversely affected me. I was in a one of the more difficult emotional spaces I've been in a long time. And Is that after you went to Florida? Yes. Okay. So when I was in Florida for a while in a closet <laughs> living with my family. Not the whole family wasn't in the closet. <laughs> Clarification. It's just, just me. Jacob's in the just closet. Me. Don't worry, guys. I'm out now. Um, I, I don't know. It was just a very uncertain time, and I got away from a lot of things that were doing really good for me, and I didn't realize how. I guess some of these very basic habits, like waking up early, on time, uh, keeping in tune with personal integrity you know, having a bedtime, having structure to my day, journaling. I didn't realize how impactful those were for the entire outlook of my life. And I guess until I had them not there, I did wasn't able to see the full scope of their impact. But it's almost like you don't know what you have until it's gone. And now I approach all those same habits fervently with so much uh, vigor because I know the negative impact of not having them. And I know, I guess, I guess I also know the the benefit because I know that too. So it just makes me, I guess for me, this has become such a great articulation tool, a self-check tool, a self-awareness tool, um, a perspective shifter. I would say most people should start with a gratitude journal and just sort of increment their way up to like different questions and stuff like that. If they're going to use my approach or your approach, your approach, just get your thoughts out every morning. Don't, don't have any sort of, um, goal, just do it. And yeah, I think you'll slowly see the benefits because I just didn't see them at first. And now I look back and I'm just blown away by how impactful it's been. Yeah. I'm always really surprised by how much journaling helps me stay on track with my habits and right. it didn't seem obvious at the beginning that that would be the case, but it's kind of the only way to, I guess, look in the mirror. It's like a dialogue with yourself. And sometimes you don't really realize what it is you're doing until after the fact. So journaling gives you a chance to go back and kind of like sum up what you're doing in a, a much more consumable way. Totally, dude. So I guess it's just important to have dialogue with yourself. It is. And whatever that outlet is that is for you, I guess, yeah. is really important. I 
haven't meditated as much as I want to. And it's because I haven't made a priority. There's no excuses there. But journaling is just something I can't part with because I feel like it's such, it's, it's one of the only concrete self-reflection tools I have. I think I'm trying to think of more. I think meditation is a little bit better for gaining self-awareness. Mm-hmm. I think they like work in tandem, right? Like you want both. Yeah. You, if you, if you're more self-aware, you can journal more effectively. You can work through problems more effectively in my case, or you can have more clear thoughts that you're, you're talking about in your case. Um, I guess that's, that's a really important part of this piece. But I guess when you don't have that as much as you should, or as much as you think you should, in my case, journaling is like the crutch for this this whole castle to like be built upon. So I'd love to meditate more just to see what that does to my journaling, but you know, this episode being about journaling, I just want to reemphasize how you know, it is the foundation for all of which my life is built upon. And you said too how journaling keeps you accountable for the rest of your habits, almost like a keystone habit itself, it being the first thing you do in the morning is really important for all the other things that come after it, right? I don't do it first thing in the morning, but it helps me, to, like, when I'm journaling, mm-hmm. to be able to kind of assess all of my other habits. Because I, I talk I about, like, where I am in my life. Like, what am I doing well at? What am I doing poorly at? I see, I see. So I'm not, like, writing about things I'm going to do. I'm writing about things I have done. And right. usually I journal at night, to be completely honest. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, it's not really part of my morning routine anymore. I journal less at night. I, I've been trying to work on getting more into, I've fallen away from my nightly routine a lot, but I've been trying to get back into the journaling aspect of it. And I use it as a reflection tool in the evening uh, more so. So I'll say more in line with my goals. So like, was I 1% better today? Did I do something kind? Did I learn something new? Did I make something? Um are people better because they knew me today? And then I usually ask what my, my focus is for tomorrow. And those are template questions. But I feel like maybe I don't do it as much because there's so many questions mm. right there. But the did I dot, dot, dot is a checkbox. So it's like make something, be, be, do not something nice for somebody, uh, learn something new, listen to new music. That's the last one. It is hard to remember to do it every day, especially if it's in a, on a computer you got to pull it up every night or something right or it's in your journal so you got to go grab your journal and sit down and do it right yeah i don't know what what a good way to make it a habit is i think just just try to start doing something like take action Mm -hmm. and ask yourself even one question every day write in a journal and i think you should start with gratitude just because the gratitude stuff is just money 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 that shit is crazy yeah it's really cool especially for coming from a place where you're pretty unhappy to being in a place where you're happy. That was a big part of me getting happier, I think. Did you ever read the beginning of the six-minute journal? Did I send that to you? <sighs> was that? No, I don't think so. I think it might have been my old roommate. But it's this journal where it takes six minutes a day, three minutes in the morning, three minutes in, at the night. And it's basically the same thing. You answer these questions and sometimes the questions are the same. Sometimes they're different and the journal kind of sets it up for you. So you don't have to think of the questions yourself. And one of them is always gratitude, but the first like 45 pages of the book is 
all the philosophy behind why these questions work and kind of the science of making yourself happier through journaling. I think we just talked about this because it sounds super familiar, but I don't, I didn't read any book about it. Hmm. Well, I, yeah, I bought the six minute journal and I was doing it for a while. Like, I think that was actually the same time we started the notion thing. Cause yeah. I put the questions into notion cause I didn't want to write them by hand. Right. I was really against writing by hand at the time. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was really interesting. So that's actually a really good place to start too. If you have 20 bucks to drop, just buy the six minute journal on Amazon and it will figure out all this journaling happiness stuff for you. It's really cool. And the other thing too is, uh, I mean, journaling doesn't just have to be a self-reflection tool. Journaling can be all kinds of things. You you talked about bullet journaling in a whole episode that people can go listen to. Yeah, bullet journaling is like journaling for the future, basically. Yeah. Becoming the person you want to be through planning it, essentially. So ultimately, all this stuff is just about self-reflection and um, self-awareness, right? Yeah, what would you call the kind of journaling that you do? Because it's, it's not like the planning kind of journaling. No, it's... It's more of, but I do do that in separate cases. I, I treat more planning like essays though. So I'll do like a gravestone technique and then we, we can talk about that in another episode, but gravestone technique and make that a whole essay. And that's a that's definitely a future planning tool or a check-based tool. Another thing I actually do have in my journal is sort of, I'll, I'll have, I work back from my goals and then have check-ins. So James Clear has these, um, yearly reviews and six month reviews to kind of check his habits and check in on himself. I also do a monthly review where I ask myself several questions about my progress this month, which my May one is due. (laughs) I haven't done it yet, but those are all live in the same database. So I'll, I'll just make like, they're just different templates, for example. Okay. And those are more in line with checking it much more like my nightly routine. It's more checking in with these sort of goals. So I do both, but I, I guess what I've been honing in on this conversation is definitely the more diary approach to a journal. It's the more, how do I feel? Um, let's, let's dig into my psyche and understand who I am right now better. And then also a, a, a perspective shaper in the morning. And I, I specifically like that in the morning because I've, again, the positive domino effect that it, that it is throughout my day that just makes me act kinder to people and more grateful for everything in my life. And I try to do something as a little bit of a caveat because I try to do something new every day, but you don't have to, you can be grateful for the same thing every single day and that's fine. There's no rules, but I, <laughs> I, my, I try to be, I try to pick new things in my life. Cause I want to use that part of my brain to kind of dig around. What, what am I grateful for differently today? I guess is what I'm asking. Cool. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's amazing. Journaling has been Again, I'll say it again, one of the most effective tools for self-awareness. And if there's one habit that I picked up in the last two and a half years that has impacted my life um, sort of uh, profoundly, positively, it would be journaling. And I swear by it and I want you all to uh, do it too. <laughs> if you don't journal, Jake's going to be really mad. Yeah. Go, and now you can buy a journal at liveinevernow.com. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Not yet. Where can they find us? We are on the internet at liveinevernow.com and on Twitter and Instagram at liveinevernow. Discord is in the link below. Yeah. And mm, I I was thinking about resources we could maybe show. Can, can we link to the six-minute journal thing? We just can link to the Amazon page or something. Okay, know? cool. Yeah, let's do that too. It's just a place to start. 
Cool? Cool. All right. Well, thanks for being here, bro. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye.